Welcome to You Look Good, a podcast where we laugh and have deep conversations while lifting each other up. Today, I am joined by Claudia. Hey. Hi, how's it going? Good, good. I haven't seen you in forever. I know. I like to start off with little icebreakers before the podcast just to get the wiggles out. (laughs) So today, we're going to play this or that. Okay, perfect. Should be fun. Okay, this or that. Misquoted movies or mistaken lyrics. Oh, <laughs> misquoted movies. Okay, because you're like Die Hard. Yeah. 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 Fair, fair, fair. Um, this or that? Glass half full or glass full empty? Half Ooh, empty. That's <laughs> a hard one. Glass half full. Okay. Yeah. Sauce on the side or sauce on top? This is controversial. Mm. Honestly, I feel like always sauce on the side. I'm sauce that on way the I side. Can pick. Choose how much. You yes, want. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Same. This or that bad breath or bad body odor. Oh man. <laughs> I don't know. Tuffy. That's so hard. I mean, like, can you cover a bad body odor with anything? Cause I don't know. With when it comes to my teeth, I'm very like mm-hmm. can't do bad breath. But also bad body odor is just not my thing. I would just smell the other way. Like there's times where like someone has like really bad BO, but like you just don't get close to them. Yeah, that's true. You can still talk to them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 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 <laughs> um, guacamole or salsa? Oh man. I'm gonna have to go with guac. I Same. love avocados. Same. It's too much. Speeding ticket or parting or parking ticket? Probably speeding, because at least there's, a, like, an actual reason. Isn't speeding more, though? It actually is. <laughs> and I know this because I've gotten a speeding ticket, but I've also gotten a parking ticket. But the parking, I've always gone towed. True. So I just don't have any good luck. Fair. This or that. Loud neighbors or nosy neighbors? <sighs> I can deal with nosy neighbors. Nosy? Yeah. Okay. Be embarrassed or be afraid? Ooh. I'd rather be embarrassed than afraid. Okay. Attend a party or host a party? Mm, attend. I tried hosting a party one time and I hated it. It was like so, <laughs> stressful. so stressful. Yes. <laughs> plans or surprises? I'm assuming. So plans. this is funny. Okay. Yes, planned. I'm actually like, I love planned stuff. So it's like the opposite. So you would rather just... Wait, okay. I guess, like, it depends on how many people mm-hmm. and what the event is. Okay. I guess, like, if I have to plan an event for someone, then I love it. But if it's for myself, okay, then yeah, I that hate makes it. Sense. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. makes sense. That makes yeah, because I love surprises, too. But okay. I love planning. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's it. Cool. It's a little fun, this or that. Now let's get into it. Right now, what makes you the happiest and how can you move toward that happiness? I guess right now, so I did mention to you right now, I'm currently unemployed. Mm-hmm. So I'm really focusing more on like how to be like happier with myself, kind of finding what I love to do. Cause I do love being like a social worker. I do love doing therapy. I love doing all that stuff. I love helping, but I yeah. kind of sometimes get like social work, Claudia, and then Claudia a little like together mm-hmm. to where I don't know how to separate between like, what do I love in my job and what do I love in like myself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so far it's just been kind of like getting to know myself again, doing little things like that. And it's really hard. Mm-hmm. And it's hard getting to know myself and seeing like what I want to do, what I like to do. 
Um, but so far that's been making me happy. And especially having the support, like from my, from my mom, um, and my brothers and like my grandma, my boyfriend, all of them. Um, it's really been helping me. So I don't feel like, I feel like it's always like, oh, you quit your job. What's next? What's Mm -hmm. your other job? Like you don't already have another job. And right now, like I don't. And so it's been nice having that support. Cause I think that's, what's making me move forward to see like, okay, like I can keep doing this. Like I'm not being pressured to find a job. Or like any of that, I can just kind of take it slowly. Okay, so you're trying to figure it out, but what like what are you aiming towards? Dang. Like what do you think you're aiming towards? I think just like in a sense, like I guess a sense of fulfillment. Because okay. I get that from I would get that from my job a lot mm-hmm. based on like what I do. But I guess just in my own like life, like something that makes me content. Because mm-hmm. right now I feel like I don't know. What was the past job that you didn't feel that way? I was, um, let's see. So the first job I got, I guess no job made me feel like I wasn't fulfilled, but in other areas in life. Like mm-hmm. I, I honestly quit my job just because I wanted to have more time to travel, more time with family, which I have been able to have that. But it kind of felt like that was getting taken away from my jobs because I was being there for other people, but I didn't yeah. feel like I was being there for myself. Right. So that's kind of like the part that I wanted to kind of change. So then, so I wouldn't like start hating like my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, you graduated from UT. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I remember this correctly, but are you a first generation? Yes. Yes. Me uh, and my siblings. Technically my brother is like the first one, but yeah. we're all the first ones from like my family. Okay. Yeah. What was the hardest lesson that you've learned? And that is a question, like, it's kind of just tagged down mm-hmm. with graduating because I didn't graduate. Fill me in on, like, how it feels, how was UT, yeah. all the good things. Yeah, I have mixed emotions about UT. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it, and I really did meet some great people. But at the same time, I kind of questioned myself a lot, kind of, like, both my culture, who I was, and also just kind of what I wanted to do in the future. Because mm-hmm. I did get my bachelor's in psychology, and that topic is super interesting to me. But at the same time, it's not something that you can get a job in. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to, or you just don't get paid much. And so I know my parents at first were kind of like, no, don't do it. Like, do like accounting or something. But then they were like, okay, you can do what you want to do. So I did that. And then I did social work for my master's, which I loved. But it was kind of like, I put a lot of pressure in myself those Mm. years. I remember like I went to ACC my first year and that year I barely hung out with any people. Like I think I lost a lot of friendships because I was so focused on like school. Like I kind of, I remember like one spring break, I was just doing homework. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't do anything. And so I did focus a lot on that, but also in school, like seeing like these, like what some of my friends with like, like FOMO. yes yes exactly <laughs> so it was all of that um it was a really great experience like I really enjoyed it but at the same time like I kind of felt like my time was focused on other things that could have just been put to the side yeah so yeah so UT so you said a little bit about culture yes what meaning like I so I was in a sorority mm-hmm. um I'm still friends with some of those girls that I met, but sorority in itself, thinking of that, I kind of regret being in that mm-hmm. um, only because I didn't know there was other sororities focused on more Latino people. Okay. And I kind of oh. wish, yeah, I kind of wish I was okay. more in that because in a sense, I kind of felt like I was lo- like slowly losing my cult- culture in a bit. Um, 
Yeah, like I wasn't really listening to like any Spanish music. I mean, like my home, thankfully, because my parents did speak to us in Spanish, I always had that, but yeah. I kind of like wasn't able to relate to some people, like some of my mm -hmm. friends, like they knew I would go to Mexico every year, but they didn't know exactly like what part I was talking about, mm -hmm. like my culture stuff, having like a big family. Like I remember even like graduating. Um I was like, oh, yeah, my like graduating undergrad. I was like, oh, yeah, like my parents are going to come. Like we're going to go to my graduation and then go eat. And I remember one of my friends was like, oh, yeah, my parents aren't going to like see me walk the stage. They're just going to meet me afterwards. And in my head, I was like, what? Like your parents are not going to want you like watch you walk the stage. Like that's crazy. Because yeah. to me, like my parents, like that is what? like, yeah, like they'll you know? stay there for hours. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so like th those little things, I think I noticed. Um a little bit and then in grad school that's actually where i started meeting more latino people which i think kind of brought me back into like yeah that part your vibe yeah 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 so a little the that little follow-up question what's the hardest lesson that you've learned the hardest lesson yeah Ooh. or you can mm -hmm. or just any lesson that you've learned i think it really was like I'm choosing who to surround myself with and mm -hmm. i have the choice to do it but i just wasn't doing it so it was almost like I can't blame people around me for not being what I'm expecting. Like it's like, okay. it, yeah, like I can't be mad at like this. Oh, I mean, yeah, basically like I can't be mad at this sorority because they're not like enforcing like my culture when I knew from the beginning this sorority is not like. Latino. Yeah, based. exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was basically that. Okay. That's fair. Um, what did you fear uh, most growing up? <sighs> honestly losing my dad okay wait that's yeah. that was the next question so yeah. <laughs> we can yes. yeah we can yeah tackle that then. yeah okay so you did lose your dad yeah how like i i've lost an aunt mm -hmm. and we were pretty close but i was also very young um i do also have a couple of friends that have lost like in our age mm -hmm. um particularly that have lost a parent grandparents i've lost a grandparent as well but i feel like as we get older well because i lost my aunt when i was like five mm -hmm. or like four so i don't really remember yeah um but like now that we're like older kind of hits different yes so walk me through how you felt in the yeah. beginning um and i was also going to mention to you that my friend Erica, I don't know if that you guys were messaging. She lost her dad the same time that yes, I you went to did. elementary school with her. Mm -hmm. Yes, she was so excited that you were coming on yeah. today. Yeah, so that's like something else we'll talk about. But yeah, yeah, just walk me through it. Yeah, it was it was a roller coaster. Um, so and I mean just like context because it kind of plays out. It played out really interesting, honestly. Okay. So like growing up, my dad was diagnosed with kidney problems he did used to drink a lot before like my siblings were born so i mean therefore like he was bound to have some health issues and so he was diagnosed with kidney problems while we still lived in mexico and they were like you have to go to dialysis and my mom was like i think a family friend told them that someone here in austin was good and my dad had already been in austin because of work and stuff and so we moved to austin he started dialysis here and so I kind of knew what was going on, but not really. My family was really good at kind of keeping me in a bubble. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't until I got older where they were like, oh, this is what they would do to your dad. Or like, this is what happened. And so he had to go to dialysis for a few years. He was still working. My mom was working. 
And then he got a kidney transplant, I want to say when I was in middle school and um, either middle school or like last year of elementary school. And so he had a kidney transplant. Everything turned out great. But they did say they were like, I think you have like a good three years with this kidney before like you might die. Mm -hmm. And so um, did they tell you this? They didn't tell me this until like a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like recently. Um, But that's what had happened. And so, but because he did have that kidney transplant, his immune system was very weak. So a lot of the times, like when it would get cold, he actually would wear face masks. So he already like did that pre-COVID, would always wear face masks. But I'm also kind of, I have mixed emotions with the cold too, because when it gets cold, that meant that my dad could get sick. If he gets sick, that means there's a chance of him maybe dying. Mm -hmm. It was always like a fear of mine. Um, So even though like the kidney transplant went well, it was always like, there's this health issue that could happen. Um, So he, he had his kidney transplant. It had been maybe like 13 years with it. So he had it for like more than the doctor said he would. But where was I going with that? I lost my train of thought. So let's, this is the beginning. Yes. Yes. This is the beginning. So now he has passed away. Yes. And so. What was the healing process like? So we'll start there. Honestly, I think I'm still going through it. Um, It's fresh. Yes. I feel like it's still fresh. Yes. And because he had like all those health problems, anytime he would get sick, he always made it out. Mm -hmm. Like there was multiple times he had to get surgery. He was always made it out. He had skin cancer, had surgery, got it out. He came out. Like there was always little things mm-hmm. and he always made it out. His heart was working at like 70% around the time that he passed away. So it was just very weird. So I remember I didn't even get to go to my last day of my internship in grad school because that day my mom called me and was like, your dad has COVID. And we were like... It honestly felt like the end of the world that mm-hmm. day um, with just like knowing that. But again, we were just so used to hearing him coming out. Yeah. So honestly, like the healing process has gotten better. I think I still sometimes feel really angry. I think I just feel anger more than anything sometimes. Um, not as much as I did before. I remember one of the first months after him passing, I would see like a father and daughter and just like hate it. I hated it so much. I remember just thinking, like, why does she get to have her dad? Like, yeah. why Why does she get to experience that? Like, why did I have to lose mine? It was almost like I was blaming people. Mm-hmm. Like, I was seeing people and blaming them. I hated it. Like, I feel less mad now. I still kind of, like, hate that I don't have him, especially because he is one of the biggest reasons I decided to do social work. Yeah. So it's almost like, you're the reason I decided to do social work and you don't even get to see me like start my well, career. I'm sure. He's, he's watching over you. Yeah. What do you think he's thinking right now? I think he's definitely proud of me um, because my parents never failed to tell me they were proud of me like every month. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that he's proud of me and I know he's like, he wouldn't want me to feel angry. Like mm-hmm. I, I think me and my dad had a really great relationship to where I can almost like Think of what he's saying to me whenever I feel it. Especially when I feel angry, I know he's telling me, like, Claudia, like, 
Don't get angry. (laughs) Yes. And it's crazy because I remember a few weeks ago, I was going to the bank and my card would not go in for the life of me. And I was starting to get so pissed because I was like, are you serious? Like, I'm gonna have to get off, go to the ATM. I go to the ATM. It's not working there. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to go into the freaking like inside. And so I'm sitting in my car. And like a man goes to deposit money and the back of him looked exactly like my dad. Mm. And I remember taking a picture and sending it to my family and being like, y'all. And they were like, stop, that looks exactly like my dad. And I was like, I know. And so in my head, I was like, I just know like my dad's probably like, let me let me send you a little quick reminder, like to <laughs> chill out and that like you're fine. Yeah. So like little stuff like that, I really like love to see. Wait, that's crazy. Yeah. No, it was actually insane to me because I was like, what's going on? What parts of your parents do you notice reflecting yourself? Ooh. So you can do both your dad and your mom as well. Okay. My dad loved to talk to people. Like we would be in a line. He would just start a conversation. And I notice I do that too sometimes, which Mm -hmm. is funny because I like to say I'm shy. But I do notice myself doing that. And he loved to help, which I do that a lot too. Yeah. Um, with my mom, she's very strong-minded. She's very independent. And I can catch myself sometimes being that way. And I definitely have her attitude, which I know she hates. Um, that you're saying it or that that it's the same thing? It's the same thing. Like, she's very vocal and I'm very vocal. So, like, when we argue or get into disagreement, it's like we're just talking to a mirror. <laughs> yes, but I love having those two things from both of them because I think it's a really good mix. Yeah. Yeah. What about your mom? Like, what qualities do you think more qualities about your mom? Man. Outspoken. Yeah, she's very her. yeah, she's outspoken. very outspoken, very vocal. She definitely goes against the norms, which I think that's helped me being me Mm -hmm. um because we did have a rocky relationship growing up because she was working all the time but we've definitely fixed it growing up and i think her communication skills mine aren't the best sometimes just as much as hers but i think we work together because we have the same communication skills Mm -hmm. so that's something and i think she's she loves being loved but she doesn't like say it and I feel like I do too. Like, I feel like I'm very much my mom, which sometimes can backfire. And she noticed that we actually talk about this a lot about what qualities I have of hers. And um, all the time she sees them as negative because of how vocal I can be um, and how my attitude, like I can be a little dramatic, <laughs> but I also love getting what I want. Right. Therefore, like she's the same way. Yeah. So it's just really a balance, but it's it's pretty good qualities. Cool. Yeah, so I was just um, trying to segue into friendships. So friendship, what does is, what is a friend um, look like for you? For me, I feel like it's changed a lot throughout the years. Um, but especially after my dad passing away, it really is someone that can just be there for both like deep conversation, but also fun. Because sometimes I think it's hard to find both in people mm-hmm. based on kind of where they are in life or what their morals or values are. So it's really just someone that can just be there when they're able to be there. Yeah. In three words, how would you describe your future self? Oh, man. In three words. I want to say fulfilled, loved, and what's a third one? Fulfilled, loved, and 
I was going to say content, but I kind of feel like that's the same thing as fulfilled. Yeah. I guess just, I guess excited. I was going to say, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> excited. Like yeah. excited for the future, for the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So actually talking about future, what is something that is on your bucket list? Ooh, there's a lot. Let's tell me what you think mine is and I'll tell you what I think yours is. Okay. Mm. What do you think my book, like my number one bucket list is? To travel somewhere. Okay. Mine is the same about you, but we have to be kind of specific. Okay. Like where? I know. Yeah. That was what I was going to say about okay. you. I was going to say, no, actually you say it first. Okay. Um, to travel. Like do a specific thing. Okay. So obviously to travel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like this, this and that. I already know mine. Okay. For yes. you. Okay. Eat pasta in Italy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually. Honestly, I could see you like literally like just eating a bowl of pasta yes. in Italy and just loving your life. Yes, actually. I don't know why mine just feels like you would want to like bungee jump. <gasps> okay, that's close. Really? Yeah. Um I wanna no, I wanna jump off of cli- a cliff in Hawaii. Okay. Oh like the yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say somewhere like mountain. Water. Yeah. Yeah. But bungee jumping is close because like you're bungee jumping, but I'm actually jumping off a cliff. Ooh, I just want I just wanna like just jump into like, the water. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just want to jump in the water. <laughs> that sounds so exciting. That's cool. We were pretty close. What's the coziest thing that you own? The coziest thing. Oh, I want to say I love cozy. I love cozy. Okay, so I recently found out what Uniqlo was. I didn't know what that was when I went to New York. And I bought these pants that are the softest pants ever. And I swear to you, I wear them every time I fly. Mm-hmm. I love them. You just, that's what you wear? Yes. I love, I will die for those pants. Yeah. I'm more of just like oversized. I love an oversized too. Just get me into yes. an oversized tee and I will sleep forever. Yeah. Have you ever. seen those, um, the little shark, like, uh, blankets? I think I have. Or the turtle one mm-hmm. that you put over. I want one of those so bad. I think, are you a fan of, like, um, the snug, the stungy thingies? Or, yes, or, I don't have one, but yes, I want one. I, my friend came over, oh, Erica came over and she was wearing it and, it looks so silly, but it also, like, <laughs> I was like, I bet you're comfortable. Yes. <laughs> With that being said, comfortable, when do you feel the most vulnerable? Ooh. Honestly, sometimes it feels like it's a lot of the time. And I think the most is to when I'm feeling really, either when I love something so much that I'm talking about it. Honestly, yeah, because I was going to say, or my dad, but I mean, that's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like. You feel the most vulnerable when you're talking about your dad? Yes, or, about my dad or, or, like, just anyone I love or something I love doing. Um, okay. Yeah. Because I feel like that's when I really open up a lot. Like, you just Yeah, like, things just kind of flow. But, like, when's, like, a time, like, where you feel – I kind of, like – I describe this as, like, feeling like a little turtle. Like, mm-hmm. shell up. Like, when do you feel, like, shelled up? Like, where you're just, like, don't talk to me. Like, and, like is it, like, social gatherings or- I don't think you, you'd be. Well, sometimes. I don't know. It depends. Yeah. Yeah. I think it really depends on like how I'm feeling about myself that day. Yeah. Are you in a relationship? I am. So what is 
something different in this relationship that you had in past? A lot. <laughs> and we won't talk about past relationships. <laughs> yeah. But currently. Yeah. There's, it's honestly a lot. I think this is the healthiest relationship I've ever been in. And we did start off as best friends. And it's a little cliche, cliche thing about like, mm-hmm. oh, best friends, which is funny because I... I've had a couple of <laughs> people on the podcast that said the same really? thing. So you're not the first one. Yeah, because I remember like we never thought it would be a thing. Exactly. And then it just happened and it's been working out great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely very healthy in the sense that we both know each other. Um, yeah. So we do have conversations as best friends, as uh, boyfriend, girlfriend. And that's been really nice because we have had super deep conversations and I feel okay being vulnerable with him. I think sometimes it's scary for me to talk about certain things with people um, because I don't know if that's something that's just going to be used against me or like if it's going to go off and be told to someone else. Um, But with him, I feel really safe. It's crazy because he, I think to me, I see a lot of qualities that my family has mm-hmm. like my brothers and my dad um especially my dad which i think is why i feel even more like protected and safe and loved with him because it is like that same love that my dad would give me as well yeah yeah that makes sense how long does it take you to trust somebody mm. so you can take this just in general or kind of just talk a little bit about your current relationship mm-hmm. like how long did it take you to trust him and then how long does it take you to like just trust somebody in general um with him i mean we met in what 2013 2014 our friendship was always consistent sometimes we didn't hang out as much there's months we would go without talking but with him i think even once we started dating i already trusted him Mm -hmm. um because i think as the way we were and i think it was that consistency therefore i trusted him it was easier to I mean, it was always easy to talk to him, but I think in our relationship, it was easy to trust him in because of that consistency throughout the years. And I think for me, it's definitely consistency. I need to see someone be consistent. And it's not even like talking to me every day, but it's like we're both checking up on each other. And therefore, I want to like, I'll trust you to talk to you about maybe something that's bothering me or something. Yeah. Because even now, sometimes like, I'll be really upset and I'm like, and I know I have him to talk to, but when I think about other friends, I'm like, okay, like who, who do I want to tell this mm, to? Yeah. yeah. And growing up too, my mom was very like, my mom has a lot of trust issues. So she kind of ingrained that in me. So it's also very hard for me to trust because of what my mom has told me growing up. Kind of like, don't trust people. Mm. Yeah. Watch your back. Not everyone's your friend. So my mom used to tell me that all yes, the time. Yes, like, yes, and I think it's why. Yeah, yeah not it's so hard. It's always like okay, so like there's, there's like the saying like the what's that? If your friend tells you to jump off a cliff, are you gonna yes. do it? But it's like the Mexican version. Yes. It's like what is it? What's like a good Mexican? <laughs> like in Spanish? Ooh, let's do, let's make it spicy because I re- I just remember my mom saying like all oh, these crazy stuff, but in Spanish. Because my mom would just be like, like crazy don't don't trust them. And uh, what else? Something like maybe like todo lo que tienes es nomás es tu familia. Yes. It, your family is the only people that are gonna have yes. your back. Yes. No, literally. 
I would, she would go on. Yeah. Be like, but even then with that, it was just my immediate fan. Cause she would tell me like, don't, don't trust anyone that's not your brothers, your <laughs> grandma, your dad, or me. And I'd be like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait. So we're, sorry. I think I interrupted you. Where were you going with that? <laughs> I had to show you too. I think, I think I interrupted you. I, I was just asking you about, um, a slang. Trusting. Yeah, trust oh yeah. Slang. And then a yeah. slang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but mainly mainly consistency for me with trust. Yeah, cool. Fill in the blank. I deserve blank and blank. I deserve to be loved and, and feel safe. And feel safe. Cool. What are you still hoping to accomplish? Honestly, so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's just like career, like for myself or like. It can be anything. Anything. Whatever you think of. Um, I definitely want to travel a lot more, like experience more, especially different cultures. That's my biggest thing. Um, Are you wanting to go to Japan at all? I do. I feel like I knew you were gonna <laughs> you were gonna be that kind of girly. Me and my boyfriend are actually wanting to go in like March next okay. year. Yeah, like a late birthday trip for me. Are you like an anime girly? I'm actually not, but he does watch anime a lot, so he's kind of been like getting me into it. Like You like appreciate it. Yes. I yes. do too. My cousins are like that too. They love anime and yes. I'm just like, I love it for you and I'm watching it here, but I'm not like watching it at home. Yeah, see <laughs> like I've been starting, there's like one that I've watched just because there's a little bit of drama and I love I drama. love me some drama, yes. <laughs> if it's drama like reality TV, I'll watch it. Yeah. So like he had been watching like some of my shows, so he was like, Okay, like mm-hmm. let's take turns. And so I was like, Okay. Um, so it's inter- it is interesting. Um and he does watch like a lot of YouTube videos of like people that travel. So that's been really cool. Um, uh, so we'll watch them together. And we've been New watching China. a lot of Japan, Japan. ones. Yeah. Ooh, so excited. like yeah, that so that should be fun. I know, I'm super excited. Okay. Is that just that's it? Um that's one of them. That's mm-hmm. one of the biggest ones. And I think um just get out of the US. <laughs> yes, get out of the US. And my biggest one too, uh, alongside that is especially with mental health. I do and in, in the I really want to emphasize mental health in the Latino community. Which I have been in my own family, which initially I feel like that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. So I want in the like I do want to accomplish that in like a big in a bigger setting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I mean Latinos are known for like brushing it off. Yeah, exactly. Um, what do you need less of and what do you need more of? Mm. And it could it doesn't have to be deep either. Okay. Whatever you interpret. It's like I need less of breakfast tacos. Oh, I need more of that. I love. I literally <laughs> have breakfast tacos every morning, and it's crazy. It sounds so good. Yeah. I think less of. I doubt myself a lot, so I need less that. Less doubting yourself. Yes, and more honestly, I wish I was just rich because money. The life more money. that I want, I can't <laughs> afford. More money. All right. Well, that's all I've got for you. Um, and then this is the part of the episode where people ask me questions. So do you have anything for me while we yes. end? What's up? What? Well, your podcast. Because I did hear your first podcast, uh, your first episode. And I've been listening to it. Because I honestly really thank enjoy you. it. Yes. Thank you, thank you. I like tried getting into some podcasts and some I couldn't. But like yours, because you actually talk to people, I mm-hmm. love. And then it's cool because some of them I like have on social media. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know them. 
So it's kind of so like I get to meet them too, yeah. like through you. Mm-hmm. But so with that, where are you thinking like the podcast is going or like where do you want it to be? I've gotten this question a couple of times. So I answered this the first time with the full podcast was a association of Call Her Daddy. Mm-hmm. Have you listened to that podcast? I've heard of it, you- but I've never, I don't think I've ever heard of it. Call Her Daddy is like this like good as podcast um she talks about deep stuff Mm. mixed with do you know who jimmy fallon is yes so he is more like he interviews like celebrities but he's super funny with it yeah so those two combined was like my brain going like this would be like a great contact so pretty much just talking to people like learning about their lives mixed with just some funny stuff Mm. like we joked around mm-hmm. earlier and yeah. icebreakers and like little games and stuff and just making it lighthearted, mm-hmm. but also like getting to know somebody like and just sharing their stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd obviously want to talk show. I'd want to grow this eventually, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, who knows? Cool. Who knows? It's been going good. I've been really consistent. This is episode 35, by the way, guys. And that's amazing. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Okay. And then another question. Yeah. What is one of your goals at this time? Um, Get a job. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't worked for like three months. Hey. Are you, how long have you not worked? I'm on today, 13th. <laughs> I'm at a month and a half. Oh. I feel like a month and a half. Okay. You're fresh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I spent also last month traveling, and this month I'm just in Austin, so. I mean, yeah, so, I don't know. I guess just focusing on, I honestly don't know. I can't, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, that's we'll okay. figure it out. Take a day, buddy. Yeah. I got you a little card. Mm-hmm. That's so cute. And it's crazy, because, like, yeah, you're traveling. The little cloud. Cloud, remember? That's so cute. <laughs> I love this. People used to call you Cloud. I know. People still do. It's honestly insane to me. That, I love like, how I it's stick. still going. I know. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's funny, too, because whenever I was leaving my old job, um, I was doing termination sessions, and a lot of my families got me gifts, which I wasn't expecting them. But one of them got me a cup that has clouds over it, Aww. which I was like, what are the chances? it was so cute but yeah it kind of fits because you're going to japan i know i love it and i have like a bunch of those it comes from that so i just i was wondering where those yeah yeah from that and i picked that not even knowing that you're going to japan (laughs) i love it (laughs) well thanks for coming on that's all i've got for you yeah it was fun well thank you for tuning in join us next time for another episode my name is abraham alvarado and you look good